Hey guys, welcome back to CPL Fever. It's your host, Jack Murray and Andrew Murray. We are joined by the Halifax Wanderers new signing this year, Brazilian center attacking mid, magician of the ball, Jao Morelli. Hi guys, thanks for having me. Well, thanks so much for doing this with us, Jao. So, um, obviously, you're from Brazil. Uh, soccer, or football as you call it there, has a great history of, uh, of producing some just fabulous players. How did you get started playing soccer, or as you would call it, football? Well, I think um, it was so natural. Um, since I'm, I was born, I was always like running, chasing a ball. And uh, my first first time playing with like like a, like a team in Brazil was I was three years old. Like I, I was in love with football since the beginning, and my my dad figured uh, I wanted to do that. So yeah, I was three. I have I had no clue at all what to do. <laughs> but yeah, it started from there. Yeah, did your parents play or? No, no, not. I, only my uncle and my family that played, but not professional football. Uh, all my siblings as well, no one played football. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? How many yeah. siblings and do you have? I have five. Okay. Wow. And you've, be, and you've gone on to become professional players playing in some really big leagues. Yeah, yeah. And I also want to ask you, how was it like growing up in... Sao Paulo, because obviously you were, you said you were all also you're always chasing a ball. But can you tell us a bit more about what it was like to grow up in Sao Paulo? Yeah, so I was born in Sao Paulo. I grew up in a small city, like one hour away from it. And uh, so yeah, as everyone knows, like we play football in the streets. We play like the small side games, five sides everywhere. And um, yeah, it was really, really nice growing up there. Uh, I really like Brazil. Uh, I have a lot of friends there. Uh, a lot of friends that played football with me, and but they ended up like not making it, which is sad because there's so many good players there, and it, it makes more even more hard. So um, yeah, but it was nice. I enjoyed my whole life always with, with a ball, always playing. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes if I didn't have a ball, we would just like kick some water bottles around and try to to make us the best that, that as possible to play football. Yeah, and you and I love how you how you would just try and find something that you could play with. I really love that. But you did mention like like five-a-side soccer and I was going to ask you because I love I know a lot of people say that street soccer like five-a-side has helped them a lot so how do you think street soccer helped you develop um it's a different very different game when you play in a small sided um, mm -hmm. and um, so yeah I played futsal when I was a kid I played until I was like 12, 13, and it helps you a lot uh, on your touch, how to control the ball, how to to deal with uh, situations in small places when you are on like more than one one defender. So it, it helps you a lot on the thinking fast and dealing with the like harder situations because it's a small pitch. Okay. Yeah. It's and um, were you, so yes, yeah, so you mentioned futsal. That's obviously played in a, in a court. What would be the biggest difference between, you know, being really good at, at futsal and being good on a bigger pitch? Is it a lot more of, when you, when you move to the bigger pitch, is it a lot more being physical and, you know, having that stamina that you don't necessarily need to have at, at futsal because it's it's less about stamina and more about the technical ability. Yeah, um, it seems like futsal. It seems like it's not uh, as physical as uh, football, normal football. But the difference is like that you do, you can't stop when you play football, or you can't stop running. So it's very very intense. Right. But I feel like um, 
you you have to think you have much more options on the field on the grass than you have on playing futsal so um and sometimes uh, you have to think much more like a different thing to 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 do to make an impact in a game than you have on futsal because it's only four against four plus the goalkeeper and there's not many like options so it's basically basically like trained plays so it's like set pieces so like you you train basically all the movements mm -hmm. and beat you have to improvise much more than you have on futsal mm -hmm. yeah i get what you're saying that makes a lot of sense because i never thought about it, thought about it quite that way but yeah it does make a lot of sense now, were you always the standout player on your team? Uh, well, I've always I've always had a very good pass and finish, mm -hmm. which is in my in my position it helps a lot. But I've seen so many talent players like not making it because it's so hard. But I always. I like to see myself as the, like the, the main player in the team, not not even the best, but like the main player. Not because I think I'm the best or nothing like that. It's just because I have to think this way, so it helps me like grow my confidence and stuff. So I think, yeah, I think all all the places I went, uh, I was one of the main characters. Right. So yeah. basically, like some players um, will kind of hide and and kind of not kind of be there but you're kind of always like give me the ball pass me the ball yeah, you always yeah. want to be involved yeah exactly I, i'm always trying to 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 get on the ball i'm always trying it, it, i love like being in a hard situation in a game where like i feel i feel like i'm, I'm able to do like a, like a, a different like if you're losing I, i'm able to score like and, and tie the game or even like if it's one one or we tie in the game. I can score the winner. So it's in, in my head when I have these situations, with, which which is like the pressure is very high. I like to deal with that. Okay. So tell me about some of your idols growing up. Like who who did you look up to when you were when you were playing? Who was like when you were 10, 11, 12? Who were you pretending to be when you were playing those five-a-side games with your friends? Uh, well. It, we always liked uh, Ronaldinho. Mm -hmm. okay. Particularly, I liked uh, Ronaldo more, the, mm -hmm. the original Ronaldo. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Kaka for me was, he, he is my idol because I think I, I, I compare myself to him on the pitch. I think we have a similar style. But I see that Ronaldinho is like better than him. Like if you see in a way, because it was just uh, unbelievable, and yeah, I've always looked up to these players, uh, and I like. I remember Kaka. I was in the stadium when he he debuted for the first team in São Paulo. Really? Yeah. Wow. Was a really really like good moment because, like, as soon as he the, the, after that game. His career like grew up so fast, and he became like the player he was. Yeah, and you, I think I think I read that somewhere that Kaka was your idol, and that you want to take a page from Kaka, and you want to play because Kaka played very pretty simple but very effective, and you want to take and you want to play like that in the CPL. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm this kind of player. I like sometimes I like doing some like magical stuff, but I'm, I don't I don't think of it at all. I could just, if I have to take one touch, I'll take one touch. I don't, no, I don't, I don't like to be like showing off too much in the pitch. I just like to be effective. Yeah, simple yeah, effective. Yeah, I like that. Uh, I like that philosophy. So, what do you think of players that that uh, try to be overly flashy, like you know, say Neymar, another uh, Brazilian? It, it's just like it goes from people to person to person. Like I, I mean. If he feels comfortable doing it, like it's his game, and I feel like I feel Neymar like sometimes he's not direct, but he likes doing that, and probably when he does that, and it, it, 
it's success. It's it's a success. Like the the the, the player or whatever it does, he just like his confidence grows, and then he's gonna do like a, something effective in the next play or score goal, or whatever. So it's it's just like the way the player plays. I'm not against it. I I, I kind of enjoy it watching it as well. Yeah. Well, I've and watched you. And... Go ahead, Jack. Oh, and you had. And like you said, you like to play simple, and but you did say you like to do like um, something magical here and then. So, what is your favorite like skill move to use, and what is your favorite skill move to watch? Um, uh, there's one thing. It's not even like I, I just love <laughs> making people. I feel like very proud of myself. <laughs> it's just like uh, I, and I hate being made. I feel very bad when I'm met by someone. But yeah, I, I love doing that. But there's one thing that I, I feel like I'm, I'm really good at is like back healing passes. Back and healing? I, yeah, okay. I, I do that all the time in, in training, every, like games. I feel like it's simple for me. I don't try to do like uh, over amount of times. So I just try to be like if I have to. But like I feel like uh, I'm very good at that. It's not that hard. If you <laughs> things like these players do, but um, yeah, I like it. And you said um, you were on one of the Wanderers lives, and you and I asked you because I play as a cam as well. I asked you some tips for a cam, and you said you have to be aware. So as being aware, you will you you're because you're aware, you know that that back heel will get where it wants because you're so aware and you're te checking your shoulder and you know where everybody is, right? Yeah, so, yeah. so the main thing, as I said, is if you turn your back to, to the, the opposition goal, you have to check your shoulders because playing as number 10, you will never be alone. You will always like be chased by people. So... Mm -hmm. The back heel can be very effective if you if you link up with the striker or maybe just to the to the a third man or whatever. Maybe even the guy that passes you the ball and you're turning your back, you know, in a position to turn. You just um, you have to be aware where the other players are. So the the back heel passes sometimes in the middle is very effective. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've noticed in watching uh, some of your your highlight videos. You for number ten, you play really high up the pitch. You know, it seems like you um, and you're really clinical in your finishing. It seems like you know if you get a chance, you're gonna bury that sucker. Um, is that one of your your biggest strengths of of your game? Yeah, I think I think so. Yeah. As players as a number, people don't see them as the, like top scorers. They always look up to the the striker, but. Uh, <clears throat> I feel like um, I can get a lot of chances and score a lot. Um, most of my goals are from outside of the box. Mm -hmm. so, so yeah, I think that that's definitely one of the the my biggest my strength. Yeah, and I saw in your highlight reels that you like to do a lot of um, like outside or like long shots when the season. Is back up again, and I'm a ball boy. I'm. I'll be so excited when I see you at the edge of the box or somewhere, and you get a long shot, and it just goes past the goalie's glove, and then everyone goes wild. And I'll go with you. Yeah, yeah, that would be awesome. <laughs> and then there'd be blue smoke on the pitch. Yeah, yeah I was very excited to have the season, that normal season, but unfortunately, yeah, we we're going through hard times, but. Hopefully next year I'll come back and we can, yeah. can do. What is uh, what's your favorite formation to play, and where and where are you in that in that formation? I like playing four three three, with mm -hmm. uh, um, with just me as an, as a midfielder. So like um, two holding and one number ten. Yeah. Right. I I, I mean I, I can play with one holding midfielder and two wide midfielders, but I prefer just myself behind the striker. Just so you can kind of be the, the main creative player. Yeah, I and have more places to go and to move. And not only on the side I am. So 
I can go like more more spaces and try to find more spaces to get the ball and, and do some. Cool. Well, in terms of training in like Brazil, what do they what do they do differently besides futsal? Do they use like smaller weighted balls, or like, yeah. what's what's different? Well, normal training in clubs, uh, it's pretty 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 similar to be fair. But uh, when I was a kid, my dad used to to say that if I like juggle with the, the smaller ball, the, those smaller balls that they made, and my touch would get better. So um, yeah, I used to do that a lot, like jug juggling with the small ball, uh, like kicking the ball and uh, at the wall and trying to 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 receive the ball as as if it was a pass. So this actually helps a lot to to improve your touch and and your control of the ball. Yeah, so juggling with the small ball and like passing it to a wall and controlling it. Yeah. But I also wanted to um, still talk about the number 10 role and you had said like you have to be aware and stuff, but what I wanted to hear more about what do you think are the most important characteristics of a number 10? Well, I can't. Um, I think you have to think very fast. First yeah. And you have to read the, the, the pitch before you get the ball. So as soon as you get the ball, you already know what to do because mm -hmm. really you don't have much time on the ball. So maybe if you, if you know what to do before you get the ball, you're going to maybe turn, maybe turn quicker, maybe turn to the right uh, side and take the, the defender away. And then from there, you, you can create a lot of things. So I think thinking fast is the one of the most important thing and obviously you're gonna have to 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 get good touch on the ball always because if you don't then you or either you play you have to play back or you're gonna lose the ball so yeah because now i'm starting to trying to like think faster and um and like trying to know where i'm gonna pass the ball when i get the ball so yeah i'm i'm trying to do that now unfortunately it's kind of since quarantine it's kind of been hard because it's not like big games and like you don't have you can't like invite a bunch of people over just for like a pickup game obviously but i've been thinking about that just kind of doing exercises for it yeah it's, yeah. About, it's about practice if you, if you do like a lot of times you're gonna get good at it and then it's gonna become easier yeah and i wanted to ask you Another question about the number 10. So my dad and I read this, um, well, dad showed it to me. He, he found this like little thread on Twitter and what the, basically the thread said was a death of a true number, the pure number 10. And basically what they're saying is that players like Juan Mata and other players that used to be like so like amazing in that attacking midfield role but now, because modern football has changed, they've become more of a, an attacking eight, an advanced center mid. So do you think you are more of like a, a pure number 10 or advanced number eight? And what do you think about that whole thing? Yeah, I, I think I'm more of a pure number 10. That's what I said. When you play 4-3-3, if you play with two number eights, this is what all the players, like Premier League players, you anymore number 10 like alone in, on the pockets you always have two wide midfielders so mm -hmm. so yeah I see like a lot of quality players changing their games because of the, the modern football which I don't like because I don't know some players that just I think some of the players even though they play high the highest level they could even be better with the natural <laughs> but I don't know it's all about the the way the coach wants to play and maybe it's more effective well as an individual i think that it's better to have a pure number 10. yeah why me do you too. think me yeah too. why do you think they're 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 playing like that um is it because they're they're trying to get more physical or they're trying to like in english football kind of play out wide and then cross it in into the box as opposed to kind of tiki taka kind of going up the middle yeah, I think it, it, 
it becomes easier when you have um, so the, so when you have two midfielders like that, two number eights, it's easier for them to attack and defend. So I, I think they they want today nowadays all the players have to defend. So so yeah, that, that position I think they cover more space and it, it's harder to the opposition the position to play. And yeah, also like um, I think. Playing out, it's easier sometimes. I don't know. It's it's it, there's there's a lot of pros pros and cons, but I, I I don't know. Like maybe maybe because of defending more, sometimes it's easier because if there's only one, then, then that one has to go back, has to attack more and go back more either way. So just the kind of, I don't know. They adapting the game to, to more physical. Yeah challenges and in, in, in place mm -hmm. and you and you had said that like some players you felt like could even though they're playing at the top top level they could be so much better if like they're just a true a pure number 10 so who is one player that you would like to see go back to a pure number 10 i would choose isco but he's still pretty much like a pure number 10 he's still kind of there but he's not getting as many as much minutes so who would you like to see go back to being a pure number ten? Um, I think uh, even De Bruyne. I think he, he should be playing as a like, as a proper number ten. But he's he's, he's always playing as, a, as an eight. Well, he's effective in anywhere. Like yeah, guys, it's unbelievable. Well, I miss I miss seeing uh, Ozil. Ozil when he used to play like proper number ten, it was much more better than he is today i think because mm -hmm. he, he's always there but like has different tasks and everything i think it just changed the, the way the player plays so i think um yeah also for me it was i used to love watching watching him he's just like he's kind of my type as well because he's always like passing the ball he's never like mm -hmm. going five people it's just like He's simple, but he's unbelievable. Yeah, because a few years ago, I remember, like, he was, or, like, a couple of years ago, he was, like, really, like, um, one of the best there is. And now he's a, still a good player, but he wasn't what he was before. And before, I thought maybe it was just because he was getting older. Um, but it, I think it could be more of a mix of modern football changing and... Yeah him getting older because obviously older the older you get it's gonna you're gonna your player is gonna get a bit impacted but i feel i feel like a big part of it is more because of modern how modern football has changed yeah definitely yeah. it's 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 it has changed a lot and it's still like changing so yeah if even coutinho for me like he, Sometimes in the national team, he plays as a winger. Mm -hmm. I don't see him as a winger at all. It's just for me, he's a number ten, and I think he, he, he used to he, even like a couple of years ago, like he already changed the way he's playing. So like he used to be much better. I think this is what happens. Yeah, it's basically the same thing that I said about Ozil, but it's with. Philip Coutinho. There are so many players that we could go on and on about this, but I think that um, some. The, but I think we should get on to our next topic. Well, so it kind of ties into the England bit, right? Yeah, yeah, the England bit. So, so how about we talk about England? So with England, I mean, was that always a dream for you to go to to England, or why did you pick England? Because like the the Brazilian league for 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 all the talented Brazilians. There's not many that that just stay domestically. It's like that's kind of like not a league yeah. where they want to play. And then you go to any other yeah. league, and you know some of the best players are are going to be Brazilian. Um, so w was England some place you always wanted to go to? Um, or why did you Why did you pick England? I've always watched the Premier League, and I've always loved it. And well, I mean, like it's it's just a dream that like. Every kid in Brazil like dreams of playing in Europe. So when I, I turned 18, I had the chance, and I was like, I can't 
like not go. I have to. So, but yeah, like I didn't pick England, England, but that was the the, the option, and and I, obviously I would play there. And uh, I didn't think twice; just went for it. I'm, I'm like this, so if I see an opportunity, I'll just go for it and see what happens. Nice. And Jahinio scouted you, right? And that's a, um, and he helped you get to England, right? And he was a World Cup cha- champion, and he singled you out to be a future star. So, how did that make you feel when he said that? Yeah, I was playing for his team in Brazil. Which is my city. He's the owner of the club, and uh, yeah, they they had this this conversation that they decided to to exchange some players, but we ended up only the Brazilian players going to England, and then he picked me out. I was really really happy because there were so many good players there as well, and yeah, he thought. Um, my style could fit in Europe, and uh, I think it's it's a really good thing to 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 hear from a World uh, Cup champion. So I was really really proud of myself at that time. Yeah. So in England, um, you know they they play a like kind of a more physical, you know, long, long ball, ball. Um, and then cross it into the box. Like that's one of the things on on my team. Like I, I play on one of the worst technical teams in my league, um, but uh, but one of the things that frustrates me is they're always just you know like doing a long ball, and then eighty percent of the time, the other team is is better at at controlling it. So we're basically giving away possession, and then we're yeah. defending again. Um, so in England, you know how did you how did you find that? Because you know there's a lot of Kind of crossing into the crossing into the box rather than kind of playing up up through the middle like that like that number ten position that you like to to occupy. Yeah, that 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 was one of my biggest problems there because I went there as number ten and my first like even training sessions uh, I wasn't getting the ball at all. Like I had to like sometimes go to the defender's feet to get the ball and try like. I was going crazy, and then they like I changed my position to a striker. I started playing as a striker, mm-hmm. which was even I don't know worse because all they want they want like the striker to do is run in space always, always, always. So like then I I I went to the winger position, which I played like most of my games there as a right winger or even though like always running in the space obviously they they like the winger to come inside and get the ball mm-hmm. that's why I think um, I was able to 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 play a lot of games but, but yeah, yeah I, I mean it's it doesn't make sense for me because there is a the right time to play the long ball. Obviously, I'm not against it, yeah. but it's not all the time, and it's it was the same thing. Even in the, the a good team playing only long balls, you you can be sure that they don't have the the, the more possession than the other team. So it doesn't make sense for me. I like being like I like being be the the control of the game. I like controlling the game, like the team. Right. I am controlling the game, the game, trying to play out. So yeah, it was very, very hard for me to adapt to that game. And, and is, is it yeah. just because they don't have enough technical players that are good technically on the ball, or why? Why do they? Why do they play that way? Because it's I, I it's, really, it's not as fun to watch for the fans either. Would you say? Yeah, I really don't understand that because in England, compared to all the other places I went. Uh, they like we used to do a lot of passing drills every every, every single day, and uh, they weren't bad at all, like passing and controlling the ball and nothing. So I think all the players were able to 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 play out. It's just a it's just a an old school football trying to be to to adapt to a modern football. I don't know, but like 
they, they're just like taught this way they, their whole lives. So I think right. it's just natural for, for, for them to, to just like get the ball and play a diagonal ball. Like in, sometimes not even like a, not the, the winger is not even like free. So just challenge challenge the ball and play and try to get the second ball. That, that was the, the, the plan. Yeah, and the coach who um, got like sacked the next game. So if he was still the coach, do you think he would have played you as a number ten? And do you think it it would have been more your type of style? When I went to Fleetwood, the the coach got sacked uh, after one week. Yeah, so Sorry, Fleetwood, Fleetwood. So yeah, I mean, I I don't know what would happen, but. Um, it was really the, the hardest time of my life I was in Fleetwood. So, but yeah, I was playing as a number 10 there. Now, when you went over to Estonia, um, you were playing more as, as an advanced number 10, right? Yeah. Okay. And yeah. how did you like, oh, go on. No, go, go ahead, go ahead. How did you like Estonia? Yeah, it, it, the first year I went there in 2017, I enjoyed a lot. Um, we had a very good team to be fair like it's just I feel like it's just a um, lack of training like gaming game plan or the the quality of the players weren't like it wasn't bad at all um, but yeah I was playing as a as just a just behind the striker which is my the most comfortable position for me so if I play there I think I'm gonna try to to I'm gonna be able to at least get close to my hundred percent. So so this is where I felt most comfortable during all these years years because um I played in my, my natural position. And you had some fantastic seasons in Estonia. <laughs> you got so many goals, so many assists in two seasons, it was really great. Like the stats were, I, I was wowed by the stats, and I was like, I can't believe this guy is coming to the CPL and coming to our team. <laughs> I would have been so disappointed if you picked a different team. <laughs> yeah, how did you find out about the about the CPL? Um, did you hear about it, or, or did a did an agent tell you about it, or? No, like um, the club contacted me, and. I didn't even know about the CPL before, yeah. but I got to know it. I, obviously, I went to, I tried to look for videos and, and see the club and everything. And I'm, when you see the videos, it's impressive because the stadium is like unbelievable. I was like, there's no way like this is this is amazing. So I have to to at least try. Like as I said, like if I have this the opportunity, I'll just go for it. And my my agent, he, he told me that he, he didn't know the league, but he was hundred percent sure that it was very well organized, which is like to to play in a professional uh, league. If it's organized, you're gonna like it anyway. So. And as soon as I saw the fans as well, all the the all the stuff they 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 did like during the year and and and, and all, I was like, no, I, I have to to give it a go. And I ended up like really loving it here. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, the fans are great. I can't wait. I really hope that the season starts soon. Like I said, so you and all of the other new players can experience the fans, because I was just a. I was a ball boy, but some of the fans, they throw blue smoke and they're so happy and it's just an amazing feeling. And there's like a cam and getting an assist and a goal, it it would feel so good to get it right there. And I'm sure there's going to be a few Brazilian flags in there, in in that stadium. Oh, Yeah, because there were a lot of um, flags uh, last year, so I'm pretty sure there's going to be quite a few Brazilian flags. Especially yeah. with, especially with um, two Brazilians, but I I'm sure that there'll be some Brazilian flags in there. Yeah, that would be an extra motivation, hundred percent. So obviously, um, the Wanderers like didn't didn't do a ton of scoring last year. Um, so you were obviously brought in to to help that. 
Uh, I'm sure you've watched some of the Wanderers tapes. Yeah. Were, you know, do, can you see looking at those tapes that they were kind of missing more of a striker or more of that, that kind of number 10 to kind of, to kind of link up the play and, 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 and support those strikers? Yeah, I think it's, uh, it's it doesn't depend only uh, on the, the strike or number 10. I think uh, creating chances like it comes from even from the goalkeeper. But, um, but yeah, I, I think uh, the number 10 position was uh, more needed than the, the, the striker. I really like Akeem uh, Garcia. Like uh, we, we, we train together, so I really like uh, training with him. He is effective, and I think uh, I'm pretty sure. Like, if we play together, we're gonna be a great duo. Okay, because he's he's training more in the in the center than on the wing, right? Yeah, yeah, he, he, yeah. He can play on, on the uh, on the wing, but I think he's better as a number nine. Yeah, okay. and there's and there's some more fast players that we got too that have yeah. that have come in, which should which should help. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So you're just going to have to supply them with your accurate passes. Yeah. I'm excited to see the, that duo of Jam uh, of Morelli and Garcia. <laughs> I'm excited to see that. Yeah, same. So how do you think the CPL will line up against, you know, the, the level of play in England and the level of play in, in, in Estonia? I mean, obviously it's, it's hard to tell um, yeah. just from watching some tape, but... And training with the team, but... But yeah, you've you've had the chance to train with the team. I'm sure you put put some uh, goals past Ox, right? Yeah. It's <laughs> always <laughs> so trying to get into my head, my but I'm I'm really focused and uh, yeah, definitely I scored a lot of goals already. <laughs> All right. But yeah, um, I see I see even watching the tapes from last year, and I see this this, this squad to, uh, for this season. I think uh, no one believes in us, but I think we're gonna be like one of the best teams easily. Yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, if you compare to the the places I've been, I mean, I played under 23s in England. So when you play men's football, it's different. It's just like it's just different. Like you, you maybe the quality is the same sometimes, even though I think. The players here are more clinical, and uh, and one thing that I, I said to everyone that asked me uh, is that the players are, are they know what to do with like every part of the pitch, so they're not trying to do an extra thing. Like uh, this is one of the problems I had in Estonia. So I had like holding midfielders trying to score all the time. <laughs> so, like this, that play to be better than the others. Like, it, like it shouldn't be like this. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because it's a team sport. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I see here like everyone knows like the place to be, and they're very aware of what to do. Even though I'm not sure because we we had like a thing two eleven against eleven before the quarantine. And we're not having any now. Well, if if I like the like from from the first week, I'm pretty sure like if we train together for like the two more months here, we're gonna be very good. Uh, and yeah, and like you said, a lot of people like I think like the other teams don't think we're gonna be that good, but our, we've improved so much this year that I think we're gonna be the dark horse of the CPL. <laughs> Yeah. And if we're the dog course, that means teams will not pay as much attention and then they'll think that they're so much better and then they'll lower their like expectations and then we'll surprise them and then maybe we'll get a few wins and a few goals. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, 100%. I think uh, I, I see the team like really going like in the high table, like 100% easily. Nice. What have you learned from Stephen Hart? Is there anything that you've picked up from him just being in here in this short time? Yeah, he, he's a very smart guy. You can tell by the way he talks. Like, he's very experienced as well. And 
like just the way he talks that like he's calm and it, it just says some things that it's so obvious but sometimes you don't pay attention but then the way he, he tells you like what to do and it becomes like more simple like even like just simple passes uh, he talks a lot about the weight of the pass which is if you think about it like you have to change the way of the pass in the situation that you are and I think if you do it like properly you you, you don't make mistakes like passing mistakes so there, there's a lot of small details that he, he sees like in training that other coaches I had wouldn't say anything about it so mm. this this is one of the things that we all gonna learn a lot from him yeah and that's a very important point because a lot of people don't think about but passing with the right amount of weight really makes a huge difference because if you pass it too hard the player who's receiving it does have to like get a good touch and get their body right but it really does help them if you get a good pass yeah th- that makes a lot of sense yeah so what about getting ready for a game like do you what like how did you develop the uh your mindset or, or is there anything you do before a game to to prepare yourself mentally um i mean it's you always have you always a little bit nervous like before the games but it's not a bad nervous it's a like a good, good feeling like yeah you, you, you're like excited right but uh but it's a natural thing, and I just had had to to learn how to deal with that. And all I do is, as soon as I, I go to the to the stadium, I'll just like listen to like music, Brazilian songs, and everything. So I'm just trying to relax, obviously focus, but like not thinking of the game. Like not trying to think like, oh, what am I doing? Am I going to do? Or how is it gonna be? And I think as soon as I, we go to warm up, then everything like you have to be like focused and then just trying to to think of like giving hundred percent. And obviously you're gonna be sometimes you you can be hundred percent, but you you gotta try to to always be calm and try to deal with the game situations yeah and you mentioned that before game you like to listen to some music so who is your favorite brazilian artist and what's your favorite brazilian song uh, <laughs> it's pretty hard we have a lot of good songs um, but there's there's a <laughs> there's a, there's some kind of songs that i like more but it's called funk okay and um, it's the, the when I listen to it, I can't, I cannot not dance. So, <laughs> <laughs> like even in the dressing room, I'm always like dancing and like vibing, like and then listen to the songs. And like, but I don't have a like a song that I say, oh, this is my my favorite song. I just like the 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 type of the song, so which is yeah. very similar all the songs. So I listen to them a lot before the games, which it get it gets me hyped. So, and and who is your favorite artist in Brazil? Yeah, uh, it's hard. Eh? A lot of good singers in Brazil. I'd say you probably don't know. I'd say it's a it's a classic. Uh, not it's more like no like as as a as a exciting songs. Well, I like it because my dad likes it. It's uh, <laughs> Roberto Carlos. He's called Roberto Carlos. He's been he's been singing like from like since fifty years ago. Like in his song is still like very famous. Not fifty, yeah, probably fifty to be fair. Yeah, so like yes, I, I enjoy every kind of music. So. It depends. Just depends when and where I'm going to to listen to them. Well, I remember when I was a kid, my dad always like used to listen to this guy, and I, yeah, I, I kind of liked it. Cool. What do you What do you miss most about Brazil? 
Because obviously, it. yeah, obviously this is, you know, Canada is not, not quite like Brazil, right? So. The weather and the food, I think. Weather and the food. And what is your favorite Brazilian food? Or what is one Brazilian food that everybody has to try? Um, I think I said it before on the Instagram live. It's called the feijoada. Feijoada? Okay. It's uh, black beans with um, a lot of pork meat. Mm-hmm. You mix it with uh, white rice and I don't know, like uh, there's a lot of stuff like going, like you can mix it. Even if you can even, uh, we we eat like uh, slices of orange with it. Oh, okay. really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah, good. it's very tasty. Yeah. I also saw you um, juggling an orange. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always play with your food before you eat it. But had to do it. But I wanted to ask you: in 2019, you got your own FIFA card, and that must be a pretty cool feeling because FIFA is probably the biggest FIFA game, like soccer game, in the world. So. When you got that card, what did you do? Did you buy FIFA 19? Did you um, say, did you call someone and say, hey, I got my own FIFA card, or what did you do? I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't know I had one. <laughs> what? Oh, okay. When okay. did you figure it out? Today, because you just said. Oh, oh. Yeah, I didn't like. I mean, like, I, I knew that when I used to play for Middlesbrough, I was in the game, mm-hmm. and uh, I was really, really bad. <laughs> My overall was like not even sixty, I think. And but yeah, I don't know. I didn't even know if you if you can show me. Like, I, I really appreciate it because I I wasn't aware of that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, I'll send you the link to the cards because I heard that you had a Brazilian card and i searched up all brazilian players in fifa 19 and then and then there's like at the top there's there's all these crazy special cards and then i keep looking then i like find i find you oh yeah i didn't know (laughs) that's nice (laughs) but also um what was it like getting europa league experience yeah it was really nice um you know like when you watch a national leagues and watch a Champions League or Europa League, you see the difference of like the, the, the atmosphere and everything. So when we went there, even though it was like qualifiers, it's just it's just different. You have to experience it. It's, you just feel more motivated. You just feel like you want to do more. You feel like I don't know. It's just a unique feeling. But yeah, it was good. We played. I played four games, and uh, yeah, probably one of the best games of my life because I, re- I, I did really well as well. So okay, I was I was happy, even though we got knocked out like twice. But um, yeah, it was it was very 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 good experience. So you seem like and- a player that 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 takes a lot of the the leadership, like. You know, you want you want the ball. You 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 know, if there's a big game, you step yeah. up and and your game play improves. You know, so yeah, that that's that bloats well for for the Wanderers. Like um, I'm not the guy that's gonna be talking a lot to everyone and trying to. I mean, I talk; it's normal. But like, I'm not the type of captain guy. Well, just like I'll be like quiet, but I'll just try to step up and and and, and be like the, a leader like playing what uh, what advice do you have for kids that that are uh, trying to go pro um you have to to be you have to insist on everything you want to do it, it's not even just football you have to you 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 can never give up there's a, there's a, this famous quote in brazil that is saying that Brazilians never give up because it, the, the life the life is very hard and uh, yeah so I, I think um, 
if you train a lot, if you if you're committed, and there there is gonna be like very very hard times when you're gonna feel like a bad player. But it's just your head. You have to to get over it and, and keep going. There's not much uh, like uh, there's no magical uh, recipe or something. It's just you have to be committed. Yeah. When yeah. did you start working on your on your weak foot? Like, was there a certain time where you said, "Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna really start working on my left foot and and kind of get that as good as I can get it"? And I think my dad. I mean, like, I don't know how, but my dad, my dad never played football in his life, and um, so like, but he always he was always a very good coach for me. Like, he was always trying to. To improve my technique and everything, and I remember when I was like I don't know maybe five six years old, we had a like a, a hallway in our house, and there was like the 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 kitchen door was a made of wood, like a big one, and my dad used to just like roll the ball for me. And say like smash it as hard as you can on the wall, uh, on the the door. And I was I, I he always did like left, right, left, right, left, right, so I could train like both movements like equally. And I remember my mom went crazy a lot of times because we used to break stuff inside the house. <laughs> but yeah, since the since I was a kid, I, I've always tried to to copy my my movement when I. When I shoot with the the right foot, so if I think it's a pretty good um, training if you if you do it slow with your uh, strong foot and you just stop and then you do it slow with the the, the weak foot, you're gonna get like a, you're gonna obviously you, you have to hit the ball 50 times a day at least, so you, you're gonna improve a lot your your weak foot. Yeah, that's great advice. And uh, I guess your mom's not so mad about it now, eh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was worth, worth it. <laughs> <laughs> and what is, your, what is the best piece of advice a coach has given you? Any coach? Yeah, any coach. It could be uh, your dad. It could... Because he is technically a coach, even though he's not, like, a, like technically a coach of the team, but he is still a coach for you. I, so my last coach in Estonia, like we we had a hard times together because our personalities and stuff. But there's there's one thing that he used to say that really got stuck in my mind. And you, if you think about it, it's just really good. He used to say that the most important play in football is the next one. So if if you if you if you if you make a play, it doesn't matter. If you if you make a mistake or if you score the goal, now the most important is the next one. So like, if you miss a goal, if you miss a, an easy goal, it, like it doesn't matter. You just have to try on the next one and try on the, the, the next after that and everything. So I think it's a it's simple, but if you think about it, it's just very true. Yeah. Yeah, it's good advice, definitely. Seems like you've gotten so much good advice over the years from a lot of coaches, like from Stephen Hart and from your yeah. second coach in Estonia. And yeah, and it just seems like you've gotten a lot of good advice. And all great advice really helps you in whatever like path you're in. So Yeah. Yeah, you have to... I, I wasn't like this before. I was very stubborn. But you have to listen to the, the older people most... In more experienced people, so as soon as you start opening your mind to to them, you're gonna get good advices. Yeah. So do you follow a special diet, gel? or like what um, is a? Not really, not special. Just try to be as healthy as I can, not eating like junky food and stuff, which sometimes is very hard, and it really doesn't make a big difference if you do it like twice a week or something. Because we spend a lot of energy, so 
but yeah, you have to eat properly. But I don't have a, like a proper diet. I just try to be healthy with the, the carbs and proteins and vegetables, which I don't like. But I try to to get as much as I can, which is not much as well. <laughs> but yeah, like uh, there's not a special thing. It's just trying to be get normal food and not really junky food and ordering McDonald's. I love McDonald's, by the way. So I have to be careful. <laughs> okay. Well, the, well, uh, actually, in Halifax, there's not that many McDonald's, so. Yeah, but I've, I've you, been you've been to it already, time. yeah. <laughs> hey, McDonald's. Wait, wait, wait! Is that how you survive quarantine? <laughs> McDonald's delivery. <laughs> Uber no, loves kidding. me. I'm just kidding. Yeah, um, but it's not. It's not. Uh, it's not a lie, though. Yeah. The what is? But going back on soccer, what is your favorite? What is your favorite soccer moment been? You know, uh, one of the one of the best moments w- was when uh, I came here and I nutmeg Alex Dakaris. I think I, I think I think you mentioned that you would nutmeg a lot of people, but you had. I think I heard on the Instagram live that you'd nutmeg Peter Shaw. Is he really easy? To, I, I heard that he's really easy to meg. No, no. Actually, I I haven't. I I met some people, but uh, uh, not Peter yet. But it, he'll. Oh go. yeah, you, no. Sorry, you said that you haven't not met Peter. Yeah. Peter, someone asked if you had. Yeah. No, but I'm I'm joking. I said that. I told Alex I was going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think um, I don't know. I had I had so many like good moments, but uh, I think. As soon as I signed my my professional contract, my first professional contract was the the time that I I knew that I was going to at least become something. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I've always I've always known that I, I would make it, but I didn't know like surely. But my dad used to say like you have to get uh, have a plan B and everything. You can't just think about football. You have to like maybe go to university and everything. And I, it turned out like finished school and I signed my first professional contract with 17 years old. And then from there, just the next year I went to England. So yeah, I really I was really. That was probably the best moment of my life. My family was very proud as well, so that makes it even better. Yeah, awesome. and, and signing your first professional co- contract is amazing. I, I, it, it just sounds like an amazing moment because you've worked your whole life to get to that moment just to sign your name on a piece of paper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's so simple, but it's an unbelievable feeling. Yeah. A lot of work must have gone into that. Yeah. Yeah. All right, but Jack, well, do you want to do the are, uh, the rapid fire? Yeah, so now we we'll, are we'll on to our rapid fire questions. Okay. And I was, I was going to ask you, do you play FIFA? No, not at okay. all. Okay, well then, who do you support as a soccer team? São Paulo. Okay. Um... Sao Paulo, and do you have a nickname? Not really, but I'm starting to get one. What is it? Joãozinho. (laughs) Joãozinho? Yeah. uh, Rigi calls me that every every day in training because we used to do the trivia night with the the club, and uh, I had to put my name there, and I was like, Joãozinho, Joãozinho, and, like, they ended up liking it. And even Regis says, like, to me, like, you have to put down your shirt. So I'm not <laughs> sure because I've always played with Morelli in my back, and I don't know. But I really like it, though. Okay. Jazinho. All right. Jazinho. <laughs> <laughs> and what are the uh, trivia nights like? We don't have it anymore, but it was fun. I used to go to Alex's house, uh, place, and... <laughs> 
we used to play me, him, and Rigi. We weren't supposed to play together, but we were like helping each other. It was really fun, though. Like, uh, like everyone playing together on Zoom, Zoom call. It was is a it was a way to help us like go through the the quarantine times and like and everything. So yeah, it was kind of kind of good. Yeah. Okay, and do you cook? Yes, I do. I try try my best. But I, What's your favorite thing to cook? I just I love pasta. So any any kind of pasta I make, I really enjoy it. And. Yeah, what's your what's your favorite type of pasta though? Uh, Alfredo sauce with and 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 a proper Brazilian meat. <laughs> Sounds delicious. You're making me hungry. <laughs> um, um, what's your favorite movie? Um, there's a there's a few, but uh, I Am Legend is a one of one of them. Okay. okay. What's your favorite book? I'm not really into books, so I, I don't know. Okay, this one is an important one. Hopefully, you have one, but let's have you don't. Um, what what is your favorite board game? Monopoly. What? Okay. <laughs> Everybody what? says Monopoly. <laughs> Why? What's your? Um, well, small, I, I keep waiting for someone to say, like, this far, like, this fantasy game, and everyone who I've asked says, Monopoly. <laughs> and I know, like, sure, it is a fun game, but it seems like everyone just plays Monopoly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, times change that probably I don't even know the game you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, Small World is a game where, um... It's a fun game where you're like a you're um, like a race. So you there are all these like magical creatures and races, and you have to take over the land, and have, and you get ten turns, and you can like conquest little areas of the board, and for each area you hold, you get one coin. Whoever has the most coins at the end of it uh, wins, and you have to like go and and then you have to go into the climb to get a new race and they're like little special powers beside each one which are random that help you um, to achieve your goals. So it's a fun game. Oh, Monopoly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. What kind of soccer boots do you wear? Um, I'm wearing right now the Predators. New Predators. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, they're really good. Yeah, I wear pre I wear a red and black type of predators. What color do you wear? Same. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> well, then hopefully we'll get to um, see you wear them on the pitch <laughs> pretty yeah. soon. What is one thing that people don't know about you that they would be surprised to know? I really, uh, it's I don't even like saying it, but I'll say. Um, Every, every time I, I go, like, every time in, like, Christmas time or whatever it is, I try to, to help the community as, as much as I can. But I don't tell anymore. And, uh, yeah, that's it. I just like helping, like, needy people, yeah. That's nice. nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> um, and... Three words to define yourself. What would they be? A hyperactive. Hyperactive. <laughs> uh, funny, I think. And <laughs> I'll say baller. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, that's the, the thing that came to my mind. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, bro. And this is my last um, rapid-fire question, but it's kind of more of a closing question. But what are your goals for the future? I'll just see myself um, stepping up every every season, just improving my game. I, I see. I don't. I don't see like a mean and want, uh, like a like a spot that I want to be. I just want to to improve every every year. So. Mm -hmm. And I think I'm, I'm gonna be able to do that here, and maybe like I don't know MLS or whatever. Yeah. Nice. 
Yeah, nice. I really like that. I really, yeah. I think you can, can can achieve all of that. Hopefully, yeah. I'll work hard for it. Yeah, well, thank you so much, Yao, for taking the time with us. Um, you certainly made us laugh. You gave some great answers. And yeah. we are really excited to see you when you when you get to finally play for for the Wanderers and, and for the CPL. Um, it's going to be fun to watch. So we're, we're definitely looking forward to, to seeing you on the pitch. Yeah, yeah, when the season does start, we'll see if it's your nickname or Morelli. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be a surprise I, I, for us. I'm thinking, I'm thinking. But okay. yeah, thank you guys for having me. I really enjoyed it. I really like laughed a lot. And uh, yeah, really like you guys. Uh, all the support you, you gave us, you give us is like very, very good for us. If, like, especially right now with all this mm. stuff. So yeah, I hope we, we're going to see each other on the pitch. Yeah. Sounds good. I hope so too. Thank all you. Right. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, y'all. Thanks, Xiao, so much. Take care. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.